Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you ready, oils and ghouls? Get your parents' permission. Check your mailbox and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting Podcast! <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Are those bubbles? Bubbles. The the beakers are overflowing with fluids. Uh, we are back in the the spooky laboratory. Uh, it might even be raining, and there might be thunder, and there might be creatures <laughs> of the night outside. Um, that was my spooky laugh. It was very it was very spooky. You know what though, Dave? There's you know who knows a thing a thing or two about being spooky. Um, I know somebody who knows something about being creepy. Creepy, spooky. Um, our our favorite boo dude. Hey guys, uh, you remember you said the fluids were pouring over? A lot of that was me. Have to apologize for all the fluids. If 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 Dave's good for one thing, it's contributing to fluids. Well, it depends on the year and the month, but I'm ready for some fluids, and it's October, which means we're getting wet and wild. That's it's right. Rained every weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody! It's fluid season. That's right. <laughs> and and there's nothing more fluid than a good segue. Um, and this is oh, not that's a good the whole point. Fluidity. This this is not a good segue though. But uh, this is our annual Halloween episode. So uh, welcome everybody. Happy Halloween. Um, Dave's back. What do you mean he's back? He never went anywhere. Well, he wasn't. Left. No, uh, wasn't Chris Ramo on last year? Well, Chris Ramo was on last year. Yeah. Um, but so Dave I, wasn't on. Yes, I guess technically Dave is is back, but he never he he never really like went anywhere. Right. Nothing ever happened to him. Legally, no. I'm not allowed out the country, according <laughs> to a couple different groups. But again, that goes back to the fluids. But I'm here, and that's all that really matters. Yes. It's Halloween, and I, you know. You, you uh, plant my seeds throughout the year, and then I grow a little stem, a little pumpkin me in your backyard, bring me inside for a podcast, squirrels eat me, and then you throw me away for until next year. Yeah, we, 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 we hollow you out. We put a little candle inside of you. It's great. It's a great experience for everybody. It's fun for the whole family, really. Kids love it. <laughs> so on this uh, this spooky edition of, uh, of Adventures in Collecting, we are going to be discussing uh, some monsters uh, in toys. So uh, 
we've we've kind of touched a little bit on this topic uh, in, in past editions of our Halloween episodes, but we've never actually talked about specific toy lines based around uh, monsters, movie monsters, just kind of the idea of of, of monsters. Um, and we put a poll out uh, on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and we even have some some uh, suggestions of monster toys from our, our lovely followers. So um, these are in no particular order. We didn't kind of rank these. We went through quite a, a big list of monster toys. Um, but uh, we are going to start with with something that I think everybody in the, in the monster realm is probably very familiar with, and that's the Universal Monsters. Um, I know uh, we each kind of are are fond of them, but but Dave, you are particularly fond of one of these uh, Universal Monsters, right? A particularly uh, going back right back to fluids, a particularly wet one, the wettest one out there. You automatically, you know, it's not the mummy because he's a dry guy. Dracula loves to suck the 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 blood. I don't, don't want to get too blue. I mean, <laughs> blood. I know some people, few people are squeamish, but he'll suck the blood. But uh, yeah, the creature from the Black Lagoon's my guy. And he, this is an incredible figure. Luscious lips really just kind of set the standard for all the many figures that would come out. Yeah, so we're we're talking about the 1981 uh Remco Universal Monsters. Uh these were those uh those core Universal Monsters figures so in the, in the, that original wave um single wave uh was Frankenstein's monster or Frankenstein, uh Phantom of the Opera, Creature of the Black Lagoon, uh the werewolf, uh Dracula and the mummy. Uh and of course the playset Monsterizer and uh and carrying case uh that came with these originally uh 3 and 3 quarter inch uh, basic articulation figures. They have seen a recent resurgence, uh, I guess you could say, in popularity thanks to NECA. Um, and and NECA is, of course, doing the the full Universal Monsters line, and they revealed they're they're getting into the Hammer versions of those figures as well. But they do have um, my favorite versions of those figures because I I loved those those Remco ones. I obviously a little bit before my time. I forget where I picked them up at some point, but uh, I, I love those seven inch glow in the dark uh, Remco Remco styled uh, universal monsters. Um, the glow in the dark, the, you know, the, when they're not glowing, kind of the green tint to all their skin. Uh, it's, they're just, they're so much fun. And I know Dave, you have some of the other creatures, right? Like you have the, the black and white and the colored ones, right? Yeah. All the, I mean, when you're talking about Remco, like best packaging art in the game, it's so basic. But I think now, like you're going to find so many, uh, I'd say like horror adjacent figures that have homage packaging, this nostalgic packaging, um, and even with like a uh, Super Seven when they redid their uh, reaction Universal Monsters, but even they have like you know a Misfits figure with this packaging. They're like yeah, they've, they've done a little bit of everything, yeah. which is awesome to see because if you look at it it's pretty basic like if you took the monster's face off of it on the bottom left it looks like it could be like a prescription <laughs> like it like it could be like you know remco caltrax or whatever like <laughs> and then <laughs> do not take remco if you're allergic to remco <laughs> exactly yeah 
do not take Phantom if you are uh, pregnant or expecting. Uh, so, but then there, of course there's like the corny glow behind them. They're packaged on there, and it's just a huge kind of like it looks like a photocopied filtered face of uh your monster on the front and it's just awesome and and shouts to uh we mentioned him at the top of the episode but uh last year's halloween guest uh chris ramo packaging designer at at neca has done an absolutely awesome job of bringing those um those those card backs you know to the seven inch scale um you know recreating kind of the charm of uh of of those Remco uh card backs. And not only that, but uh the card stock, I don't even know if you can call it that. Those are those aren't gonna bend. They're not gonna bend easy. You could hurt somebody with them. <laughs> but it's it's a great display piece too. And um, you know, even if they're being tossed around on the shelves of a target or wherever they turn up, they're gonna be solid. They're gonna stay together and and they're great. It's just a full piece together. Yeah, and I think that's, open, but. that's something we mentioned with Blaine too at, at Comic Con. Like that is a that is some thick, thick cardboard. Hold yeah. those figures on. I've gotten like IKEA furniture with less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, you could use them as 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 building materials. And speaking of uh, of you know <laughs> stiffness with these figures too, you got to mention the 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 vinyl style. <laughs> <laughs> not where I was going that uh that vinyl the the vinyl uh you know high collared almost like uh like Kenner or Obi-Wan Kenobi style robes that are on Dracula and, and Phantom of the Opera I love those it's the best can, if we ever go to like a Star Wars convention together can we go as like just like vinyl robed Jedi. vinyl robed Jawas and Jedi and stuff that would be awesome you'd have to get yeah. a, a double telescoping lightsaber too. and hollow out my arm yeah <laughs> no it's gotta, yeah, gotta come out your sleeve yeah i, I think ah. like instead of vinyl i would just get like a full carpet and just like cut two holes through the side and wrap it around it would have the same effect like a realistic version of the kennedy yeah, do like the original version just be wear like a large sock oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just the sock oh amazing um so so sticking with universal monsters before we you know we stop talking about them um shouts to friend of the pod uh toy farce who brought up uh an additional set of universal monsters figures from this time from 1997 the uh the burger king uh kids kids meal uh universal monsters um these are also awesome this is from like the golden age of Happy Meal and and Kids Meal toys. Um, I was gonna say this is probably more like your era because I do not remember these. Oh yeah, I I remember these uh, very fondly. The translucent plastics on um on Frankenstein and and creature, Dracula coming in the red the the bright red coffin, um and and the Wolfman coming in the uh, the ground tomb. Uh, just a really really cool set of figures. And actually, um you know uh. uh Shouts again to NECA. I, I don't know if they plan on making remaking all of these, but uh, there is a loot crate, a Universal Monsters loot crate that has this version of Frankenstein. Um, oh, oh, wow. So with the translucent head and, and hands um, and, the, and the, the like, like off green coat. Yeah, it um, looks like a used car salesman. Yeah. He's got those shoulder pads. Like, yeah. 
These, these are awesome figures. I know I had the uh, Frankenstein growing up, but um, I have creatures. These creatures people just find and give to me. So I have like somewhere I have to go through. They're awesome. They got that gooey belly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, these these were really, really cool Happy Meal toys. And there yeah. it was during that like time where I have this like association with the the mid to late nineties and Universal Monsters with trips to Universal Studios because there was that Beetlejuice rock and review with with the monsters where it was like a a, a musical review of the classic like rock and roll songs with the the Universal Monsters. And I just kind of felt like they were they started to like pop up and pull pop culture again, kind of like the way that they are now, honestly. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I have such a fond association with them from that part of my life because of, you know, the, that like one or two vacations that we took at that time down to, uh, down to Orlando. Um, but looks yeah, like they're still pretty available too. Like they're at, they're not hella rare. Are you finding look, looking at up some aftermarket prices? You know, it's funny. I was literally about to do the same thing. I was just like, should I meet my mic and hop on eBay real fast? <laughs> well, I mean, there's only four of them, and yeah. in terms of completeness, right? Like it's, it looks like, it looks like the Wolfman maybe has a decal of some sort on the um, like there's somebody selling all four in the bag for sixty nine bucks. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. Nice. Damn it, you beat me. Yeah, you should offer three eleven. You should, or four twenty. That's yeah, sixty-six dollars yeah. and sixty-six cents. But yeah, uh, Universal Monsters. Uh, shouts again to Toy Farce for for bringing that up because um, I yeah, it was something that I had not thought about in a in a very very long time. And when that came up in our um, in our suggestions, I was like, huh, what is he talking? And then I, as soon as I saw the pictures, I was, I was instantly taken back. Um, Toy Farce, what a guy. What? Yeah. What a guy. One of my favorites. Um, Hope you're listening. I miss you. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah it looks to- like, like a full like mint set and is in the $60 ballpark, which nice. is not bad. Does it come with the food, though? Um, I mean, it could in theory. Yeah, yeah, it would probably it hold come up. with the fries. I would want it delivered with food. We should each buy one and then all meet up at uh, Burger King and bring our own toys. That would kind of be awesome. And then we can play guys. That's what we called it in college. We made a video of us playing guys. And that's where I heard it from. Yeah. Playing that's, guys. We No, we were talking about this the other day that I said, who who are we with? And I said to somebody that like, you know, they, it was at Comic-Con. It was at Comic-Con. That's right. He said it to many people um, to to play guys. And Dave Dave laughed at me and he was like, I've never heard that before. And I was like, I heard it from somewhere and I can't remember where I heard it from. And now I remember where I heard it from. It was from you. Good friend Ed slash Theo is on the um, the uh, Bailey School Dropout podcast (laughs) once a year. Yeah, he used to call it uh, playing guys. We brought a lot of action figures to college and made a video. And one guy everyone always wanted to play. And he'd be like, oh, cool. I'll just be this guy. I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, Darth Vader. And we'll <laughs> just be like, no, Darth Vader's a bad guy. It's like, well, I'll be Wolverine. I'm Wolverine. And just. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to sit crisscross applesauce and just play guys. You just got to play guys. And I mean, what better than, uh, you know, a great. Uh, Wolfman from Burger King. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it looks like they're they are that like three and three quarter inch scale too. So fit they get fit right in. Um now this next one is actually uh is interesting because it's a super weird toy. Um that, that came up in, in kind of our search here. But it's also loosely connected to one of our guests due to uh the other podcast that you that you one one of the two podcasts that you you co-host. So this is we're we're sticking around the same time period here. We're headed to 1996 uh, for Kenner's Monster Head Maker, um, and this was a a super weird toy, very loose yeah. tie-in, very very loose tie-in with goosebumps. Um, I'm looking at the packaging here, and I'm reading on the front that uh, you can you can recreate four characters inspired by your favorite Goosebumps books: uh, the Haunted Mask. Book number 11. I like that it puts the book numbers on it. That's awesome. Uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, book number five. Stay Out of the Basement, book number two. And The Girl Who Cried Monster, book number eight. Now, uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about all those books. <laughs> sure. I can tell you that when they say based on, they mean very loosely based on. Because this figure, it's just like a skull head with like little, I don't know, like viscera I, it's just like a white skull head that you'll play with for a while and then will be sitting in the back of your closet for a long time as the one that i played with my my cousins it was just that thing that like you know a lot of pieces in a box you built it didn't fit in the box again and then you have a few of the pieces but it's like you build a head and it's not like the barbie one where you can like do its hair or anything this one you just put like a messed up nose on it and you're like my work's done. Have fun. Have fun. Be a weird head. It looks like a pseudo animatronic Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, it it's like close to like a like mu- kids museum. Learn the parts of like the inner ear, but it's just like <laughs> the part is just like this is a, gross. Like don't don't. It it looks like a cross between Dan Aykroyd's character and Nothing But Trouble. And Howie Mandel's Little Monsters guy, like it looks like a cross between the two two of them, um, especially with like the weird little like blue mohawk and like the the like super pale light skin. Um, yeah, I mean this is gross. This this thing is this this thing is gross. Like I'm looking at the individual pieces here, and and like like Dave said, there's like a weird like dirty nose but there's also like weird like rotten ears and <laughs> like a tongue and bandages and you can change its teeth yeah you can you can change its teeth it's got like bugged out eyes it looks like if you made a skull out of like uh ground beef and then just like spray painted it white. It's gross. So the best part about this is I'm not 100% sure, but that might be some Tim Jacobus art on the box. That's kind of the best part of it. And it looks way cooler. You can get a little mohawk on it and do some uh, curly um, some curly action that the mascot of Goosebumps, yeah. that like hip punk uh, skeleton. But when it comes to the accessories, like, the eyes are kind of like Girl Who Cried Monster. Like, you could say that. They're like the extended ones. They literally just have gauze in there. Like, it's just a piece of gauze from <laughs> yeah. someone's, like, mom's first aid kit. Uh, and Oh, and it's got 
like slime you can have come out its nose. Yeah. And then there's like two uh, antenna, which oh, that's I guess what those are okay. I yeah, guess because they have them coming out of their head. They're just like yeah. two like little are like they germs. Uh, I don't know. I am getting a little H for the W though, just by <laughs> watching. Listeners of calling all creeps will understand. Yeah, it's um, it it does. It just seems like a toy that they probably slapped the name Goosebumps onto, which they did for a bunch of different things. But it was it was a hot commodity, a hot product, and and it's tough to make, you know. Uh, board games or anything that's not like board games or like bookmarks or like light up on your desk or you know their action figures were very limited they had those slime bags yeah yeah I which uh those. yeah it was like a pouch of slime that you would just have to like ruin your sink to get like oh i got slappy um and then there was the things they were like balls that had yes. like a head inside of it and the brains would pop out yeah. when you squeeze them. There's a lot of like that kind of like knickknacks, goodie bag esque uh, treats. But there was also supposed to be micro playsets, and mm-hmm. uh, people have been finding the prototypes for like Horrorland and a oh, couple different awesome. things recently. Because you know, at that time in the '90s, everything went micro for a while. Which is a great segue to one of the other products on this, uh, or toys, toy lines products. Um, <laughs> on this list, um, and also again from the same t- same time period, uh, Mattel's Mighty Max. Speaking of micro playsets, um, and these, I, I mean, w- whereas this head zombie maker thing was was clearly a response to like the brush your hair Barbie and Mr. Potato Head kind of mashup. This Here's was, a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, this was a cool mm-hmm. thing, but also something that kind of played off of uh, something that was designed at the time for uh, for little girls was uh, Polly Pocket. So we have Mighty Max. I remember when, as I remember as at being a being a boy when these came out, it was like the girls had the Mighty Max, the boys had the or the girls had Polly Pocket, and the boys had Mighty Max. And like I remember we used to do like cross play and stuff. Like Polly would come help. Uh, help Mighty Max and some of his mis- missions and, and, and vice versa. Play a Dracula. And yeah. I feel like there's a um, previous guest would kind of told that story about how they got made. Wasn't that a, maybe a Stephanie Iskander story? Uh, I think we, we talked a little bit about Mighty Max, but she was more on the, uh, the Polly Pocket and right, uh, design but, things. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, these, these had some awesome, gross <laughs> terrible s- scary looking things too well you both are are ex mighty max collectors or current oh, i think love, david love love mighty max and it's one of those things where finding a complete mighty max is very difficult yeah yeah and to the point where i you know again i not to keep just <laughs> name dropping former guests on the show but but we will but we're gonna do it again uh when, when yeah when zombie when uh when josh zombie sailor had was still doing kind of those claim cells and those those um warehouse fine or warehouse yeah finds. warehouse finds uh i remember dave and i had many a conversation over over going in on some of those those new in box uh i ended up with two from that sale <laughs> did you? you you actually did end up getting two i did i did yeah i just you know 
It, it was a huge thing. They were kind of like some of my all-time favorite toys growing up. So it was it was that weird time where like you know you're in between things. I don't know if it was well, it was '93, yeah. But it it was just so cool because you had a full playset everywhere you went. Yeah. I'm always talking about bring back the playset. The play, the playset is like, I don't know that that was always like the end all be all. It's like you have the Bat Cave, mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And I guess they are bringing it back. I mean, my credit card told me uh, that that NECA, and I've been getting my emails about my sewer. So, yeah, uh, the Batman sixty six ones too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and and you know Star Wars continuing with the the three and three quarter inch playsets. I mean, I'm looking at my massive throne room up here. But the thing that was cool about these too, like, was their portability, right? Like, you oh, yeah. could literally put this, you know, two of these in your pockets, or if you had your your sweet cargo shorts on, you could <laughs> you could really load up on them. But, you could um, fit an entire the entire collection in your Jenko back pocket. There you go. And nobody would steal it. They'd be too afraid of the snake eating an eight ball on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> your the the pants were almost as scary as the toys that were inside of them um yeah no i but i just looking at a couple of these like the the smaller ones i i fondly remember the the uh the like red zombie with like the the like padlock hanging from his ear mm-hmm. um and the uh i don't know what it's called but it's like a weird like cyborg it almost looks like the eddie from iron maiden um, the, like, can I play with madness? I'm holding it up so that way Dave can see it. The, oh, I remember like the, that the one. Green, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but that may have been the cyber skull, the bite cyber skull, or yeah. I don't know. But those those things were were awesome, and you know they had an accompanying uh TV show, which also you know very frequently dipped into the the creepy end of things, you know, with all of these monsters and stuff that Max was was uh was fighting against um with his good friend virgil and norman virgil and norman that's right virgil the wise tiny owl and norman the guy who had a metal arm who was the 90s i would love to watch that show again it's been a long time it has been i wonder if it's on like pluto or something it's got to be somewhere it was it was big enough that it's got to be somewhere, and it also is celebrating the 30th anniversary this year of that's Mighty right. Max. Jeez, yeah, and I think there was a isn't there like a third party like art toy company that's putting out a couple sets? So Peria, it's called Peria, P E A R I A, has two different sets. They're the mini heads, you know, like the ones that would come in two packs, three packs, yep. where you just get Max. And it opens up. So there's two different designs. There's a uh, uh, Max's hat, which, of course, we know is where all the power came from, according to the the cartoon. And then there's another one that's Rudolph. I guess it's like a winter one. Mm. Um, so just for those tiny ones, I get it's a small company. It's $20 a pop. Oh, OK. It's Each. It's steep. But if you want the silver variant, the chaos version, That'll that'll get you an extra five bucks you'll need. So twenty five dollars for one of the the mini mini skulls. In- inflation. What a I know, right? What a th- what a thing. What a <laughs> what a thing it is. And it's one of the things where like they they're showing it on a. You can search this on Big Bad Toy Store. They show it's like it scales perfectly with all the other ones, but it's like you know, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to cut back. 
Yeah. But it's it's really cool. It's very I, cool that Mighty Max is here. I just wish that they would, you know. And you can still get more. those Jankos for like a, almost like 200 bucks. So they're still coming back. The kids love their Jankos yeah. these days. Listen, I you know, the, the 90s are 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 coming back. They're coming back. Uh but I, I, you know, it's that's one of those ones where, like, I'm surprised after all these years that Mattel hasn't, especially now with like Mattel Creations, that they haven't tried to do anything with that license. You know, I believe they still have, you know, it's like their thing. So, yeah, um, it would be cool to see them do something like for the anniversary, like, you know, do something exclusive on on Mattel Creations, you know, maybe like. I'm sure there are, I'm, I'm no expert on Mighty Max, but I'm sure there were sets that were never made it out of prototype or design or, um, you know, would be cool to see them pull something out like that. Yeah, cause a... they're, doing, they're doing the themed Polly Pockets. Like there's a Friends one. Yeah. Like do like a, a Halloween, like Halloween themed or like trick or treat themed Mighty Max where it's like Sam's head. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, I mean, every single toy company has done those. They've all existed. It's just about time, you know. Mattel, if they just make Mighty Maxes for their other properties. Yeah. Like, how many people would want, like, a raw, uh, you unfold it to uh, the walk down from the the stage in a a little wrestling ring? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Yeah, Michael Mass takes on the Beast Incarnate. That's like, uh, I think, you know, that's like the microaggressions from Jax back in the day. I still think that's the funniest name. Microaggressions. Yeah. We all it's have just it. Like, it, was, it was named by their therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things that are aggressive and also wrestling related. Speaking of things named by their therapist. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about zombies. Uh, so WWE, this is this is the newest toy that's on our list. So this this is taking us to 2016. Um the Mattel WWE zombies. Uh my 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 spooky brother. Tell tell us a little bit about uh what Mattel was doing with these. So Mattel made like pretty much like basics. Um they actually did like three different I'll say genres of horror. Um monsters, mutants, and zombies. Um zombies being the kind of more I guess the ones that stuck more because there were three series of those and I believe only one of each of the others. Um, yeah, there were only. As far as I can tell, like. You know, one series of the others. Yeah, I'm looking at monsters right now and they're pretty hilarious. So so, but you know, what's the what, what was the concept here? What what are what are we looking at? So it was if, uh, you know. The WWE superstars were, um, were zombies. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's it's pretty cool because like they they a lot of them play kind of into the character a bit. Yeah. So like um, <laughs> the two that jump out at me from the zombies ones uh, are are Triple H. So he's got his like his crown and his skull mask from that one uh, entrance. Um, but they're like permanently affixed to his face and his skin is all peeled away. And the other one also 
rocking a skull face, but it's it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, but his head is actually like the smoking skull emblem. So it's the skull with That's the pretty cool, yeah. coming out of his eyes. Um, those are the two like standout ones for me in terms of like the the zombie looking ones. I mean, the page one's cool too, Soraya. Yes, um, she's the only one that doesn't have that like green hue to her. <laughs> Everyone else is. They green. just made her completely white, like as pale she's more as of, like, possible. Gray. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Charlotte's cool too. You had mentioned that one before. Oh, where yeah. Where she yeah, looks yeah. like like almost like a creature from the Black Lagoon type of type of character. She, she, I like. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura because he's in his like red leather gear and it looks like they tried to go with like a, a thriller esque yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. Which I'm sure he had input yeah. because like that's a lot of his his like kind of mannerisms are based off of of that. Yeah, and and you know going back to the Charlotte one for a second, what it actually reminds me of more is uh, it reminds me of Creepshow. The like the Ted Danson, okay, vignette, like the like drowned, just like waterlogged sea, yeah. seaweed as a dress sort of thing. Uh, I like Jeff Hardy instead of having his little uh, Avril Lavigne socks on his hand. It's just his skin is torn off <laughs> now, there. Now speaking of torn skin, Dave, you were saying uh, before we get st- we got started here that there was like an unreleased one. Yeah, there was an unreleased Hulk Hogan because. Um, Hulk Hogan. There was, yeah, because Hulk Hogan, um, you know, put put that together. And um, I mean, what of, you going to do, brother? Yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh, instead of him ripping the shirt off, he's ripping his skin off. Um, and it's a it's a wild looking prototype. If you it's photos exist online, just do a search. Um, it's it's a pretty wild figure. And considering these were all basics. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them have like a crazy amount of deco. Like they have more deco than basics. Oh, what? Do you guys know that Jax originally tried to do this exact same thing? Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm going to drop a link. What was this called? Bloodlines. Oh, yeah. Where they made the vampires. Yes. 1999. Kane is. What is he? I don't know what he is. Why Steve does... like the Terminator vampire oh hunter God. Van Helsing. Yeah. And then um, this was supposed to be like a stomp series. Interesting. Yeah. So Kane oh, like clip on accessories. Yeah. Kane has giant pointy nipples. Yeah. I don't like know what Kane nipples. I mean, that's what Glenn. That's what Glenn has. Under- the brood, though, I totally get. Yeah, yeah the, the brood, they're like vampire-y and stuff, whatever. That, like Christian and Gangrel have that like from Dusk Till Dawn look. They do, yeah. Yeah, I was Edge, kind of Lost Boys or from Dusk Till Dawn, yeah. Edge has one big hand. With, like, He's got like Dave Grohl hands, hands from, yeah. the, from the Everlong video. Or Ludacris from that video where he had long hands. But Kane looks like a he's only got the top half of like a Power Ranger bad guy suit on. But also, he was just like the nipples need to be way bigger, <laughs> and it it's not even red. No, he's like a weird like purple color. Yeah, mm. he's like a freak. He's like a Hellraiser dominatrix grimace. It's horrible. And in 1999, I mean, this was still like original iteration of Kane. So yeah, and you know the worst part? 
that we can't buy it because it's not out. And yeah. I'm because I need it were, now. They were I, unreleased. I mean, the, the, the Gangrel is, is definitely the best one, though. Like, look at, uh, I don't look, know. Look, look at that camera on her shirt. I, I, I think the Christian kind of rules, too. I remember these the, the figures that these were are based on, though. Like, these are those Titan Tron, those TTL uh, Titan Tron live figures. Yeah, they do look like Titan Tron bodies. So it is like a pop on piece. Yeah, yeah, that was always the, the stomp were were yeah. the um like clip on. So this is supposed to be like Resident Evil esque, where it's supposed to be like a monster bursting out of Kane's skin coming out, but Amazing. like the color is all wrong and it's weird. And those are supposed to be tubes; they just read as nipples because they're exactly where nipples are and very pointy. But in the prototype, you can see that they're tubes. Well, sometimes it's just weird that they would paint those tubes exactly like nipples. So it's got like a nemesis. That that's what he's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just walks around saying stars. What's the wrestlers that like the ones that are like really vascular and like sweat? Maximum sweat. Maximum sweat. Yeah. Toys used to be like the the zombies seem crazy in these like mutants. But they they had it back then. It's just <laughs> getting calmer. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like it, there were multiple series of wrestlers, and this was supposed to be the next one that were like effectively like secret agent. Yeah, like GI Joe type of yeah those stomp figures. figures were, yeah, for a while that was the only Brian Pillman figure. Was but this the, in theory was a stomp wave. That's okay. Great. Yeah. Oh, these maximum sweat. They look like. They look like monsters. Yeah, they're mon- they're they're terrifying for all the wrong reasons. Like I mean, they're, they're scarier. Yeah, than the Gangrel is pretty figure. sweet though. Yeah, those I I actually had one of those figures. I had the Gangrel Maximum Sweat is the coolest. One. I had I had Triple H Maximum Sweat, and it it's was like it was given to me as a gift, and I didn't know I didn't know quite what to do with it. I mean, I opened it and played with it, but it was like this is weird. I had a I'm like pumping water out of his body. It's just yeah. Once I'm done drinking that little shot glass of sweat, it comes with, <laughs> which it definitely comes with. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, even the art on the back is just gross. Yeah. It's just oh, a painting of sweaty, the rock. What's the one thing about professional wrestling that we should focus on in a toy? The sweat. <laughs> Merry like Christmas. Edge. Here is like edge the looks road like dog. Tyler. Oh God! Look at Edge. I, I I've seen all I've seen all of these. They're, ter- oh, they're they all terrible. Oh, they the Big Show. They're all terrible. Fuck yeah, the Big Show. And now a word from our sponsors. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey... Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey 
or online at chubzywubzy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Starting on October 10th, 2023 through the end of the month, CGC is celebrating the greatest grade with the greatest deals, including $10 modern CGC comics pressing, $10 off grading for CGC video games and CGC home video, $10 off the official CGC guide to grading comics hardcover book, and fantastic social giveaways. Whether you're passionate about comic books, TCGs, sports cards, video games, or home video, CGC 1010 Day is for you. Get started today at cgcgrading.com. That's cgcgrading.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, back to the show. So, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to go back in time now again to the next oh, one. Oh, we are. Yeah, we're going to go back in time. We're going to dial it back a little bit. So, this one is actually... This is interesting. I'm doing a little research on this myself before before we uh, we started. This comes from a suggestion from friend of the pod, uh, Blainer Things, uh, over at NECA. Um, the creepy crawlers. So nineteen in the the nineties, the nineteen ninety two creepy crawlers. The one that we're actually all familiar with was made by a company called Toymax in the nineties. But what I did not realize with creepy crawlers is this goes all the way back to the sixties. Um, when Mattel originally made it, it was called the Thing Maker. <laughs> great, great name for a toy. Um, it made things. Uh, I burnt myself many times on on the Creepy Crawlers machine, uh, making in, in the '90s, pouring that uh, that uh, liquid plastic into into molds and cooking it um, on your little light bulb. Yeah. Yeah, into so, into metal trays that were very very hot. So I just yeah, I watched the uh, a little video or retrospective on it, and the original thing maker was metal trays, and it, they say it got up to like like at points like four hundred degrees or something. It was literally just a small furnace. Jesus, it, it was a it was a tiny hot plate. And it also it was, and also it had a vacuum form machine on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Be- yeah, so they they were able to save some money by ditching the vacuum form, and then uh, also kind of tone it down with the you know melting kids' fingerprints off. <laughs> I mean, the one in the '90s, like I could tell you, that thing still got hot. I, I oh, like yeah. I said, I I burnt myself on it many times, and I remember getting excited too. Like they'd put out new trays, so like once you know, obviously they in in order to keep the product going, like longevity of it. They would put out different trays of like different creepy things that you can make. So like most of it was bugs, but they would have different like, color, um, like plastic, plastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind. Of, it's almost like a like. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, it gave everybody a taste of making their own toys, and they also came out and like they had um, different uh, finishes to them. So like some of them like were like rubbery. Um, 
like softer plastic and like some of them came out like like hard uh, i feel like that was more later on then because yeah. i remember they were all like the wiggly yeah they were that was that was a cool uh it was that it was definitely a cool uh a cool toy um yeah um i uh i also had to look up the edible version of it. Oh yes. That's Do you remember right. Dr. Dreadful's Dr. Dr. Dreadful zombie lab where you like yeah. with like, there was a skull. It was basically the goosebumps things except useful. Cause you could like make brains in his head and then eat them with your friends. Yep. It was a can- It was a candy maker. Yeah. yeah and you do like little, you know, gumdrops. You can make like gumdrops, which was wild. Yeah. That, that thing was cool. I never had that. Um, Me neither. I do remember that I fondly remember the commercials for it, though. Uh, This is wild. It's on Amazon and the age range is 60 months to 84 months. (laughs) Whoa. Everyone likes candy. How many months am I? Yeah, but you got like I got it. That's a lot of math. A lot of months. It's a lot of months. Um, So something that was that was definitely not for for kids uh, out of the age range of of the uh, the creepy crawlers. and a, and a toy line that's seeing, I guess you could say, sort of a resurgence now. Um, well, it's more than sort of. They're calling them movie maniacs now, even though they're really not. Um, <laughs> the McFarlane Toys original uh, movie maniac. So this comes from uh, from our follower and listener at theberg511 on, uh, on Instagram, all the way from, from Qatar. Um, yeah, uh, Movie Maniacs from 1998. Movie Maniacs launched Wave 1 with uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Leatherface, A Nightmare on Elm Street's Freddy Krueger, uh, Friday the 13th's Jason Voorhees, it's act- and it's actually Jason Goes to Hell, uh, Jason. And then two characters from the movie Species, looks like Species 2. Um, I've, in full disclosure, I've never seen those films. I've never seen the Species movies. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was wave one. So you had like three iconic characters and then two, and then two characters from species two. two characters from species two. I mean, very weird, gross monster esque designs. Again, I've never seen the movie. I don't even know what it's about. Um, I would love for them to hear. They're like, yeah, we really wanted to get a species toy line going, but they said it would never sell. So we had to throw some real no names in there. So we found Jason. <laughs> we wanted to find somebody boring so it wouldn't take away from all the species. Yeah. So we just, and then made... they had the uh, bloody chases. Yeah. Yeah. And they had some like, I, I remember Leatherface. He had some crazy accessories at the time. He, like the severed head, the bucket of blood, the severed arm. Um, they, they had those cool, uh, movie poster standees for behind yeah, them. Yeah. Made out of like human skin. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bones, bones and, and, and viscera. Uh, I actually <laughs> still have my Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger from wave one, uh, on display. I, they're, they're like permanent, like members of my, my, my display at all times. I, I love, I loved this line. Absolutely. Yeah. Loved this line. A rare um, Scream branded ghost face figure that got changed. That was a running change. Yep. That's cool. Um, Yeah, I, 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 again, going back to like memories with these, I remember going to uh, uh, Suncoast Video 
in Mill Creek yeah. Mall in, in Sea Caucus, New Jersey. Um, rest, rest, rest easy, Mill Creek Mall. Um, but yeah, I remember getting these in the rest easy Suncoast video. Yeah, seriously. Um, these were not in like the typical spawn McFarlane blisters. Like these were actually easy to open. Um, eventually they were in the blisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this, the first two waves, like I remember those just being, you know, on, on the, the typical, uh, you know, card back and blister really, really like eye popping art again, though, to Dave, to your point, um, very much so inspired by that, uh, that Remco look, you know, just the, the background being the picture of the, the monster and, you know, the, the name of the property, uh, you know, still all those years later in inspiring monster yeah. toys. Just let the figure do the talking. Speaking of which, I just realized that originally they marketed the two different running changes or variants as rated R or PG. Oh, really? So the two different versions, so the bloody ones were the rated R, R. and also the difference is Eve cuz I was looking at uh one it is called Eve and then in parenthetical nipples. Uh and that figure had really crazy alien nipples on it. While oh. the other one was wearing some sort of space brazier. Interesting. So 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 the uh the, the McFarland toys uh movie maniacs got borderline pornographic, one could one could say. Just just when it mattered. I mean, they didn't have like Leatherface's nipples out. That would have been just too much. I mean, that would have been so that would have been something else. Would have been something else. Yeah, great figures, and it lasted for a very long time. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they were cranking and, out movie you know, Maniac as, for a long time. As they tended to do back in the early 2000s, though, the waves got spaced out. Yeah. Like, they started off annual, and then they didn't. But props to McFarlane Toys. Um, they have, even though their website can be a little difficult to navigate, um... Yeah, you they can still see all the old stuff. An amazing archive. You can literally mm-hmm. go back to the very first wave of Spawn figures and see the original like toy like glam shots, toy photography of, mm-hmm. of the, fig- the figures, um, including all of these movie maniacs. And it, it that, just it's remarkable to go back and look at some of this. That stuff. Uber Jason is still like, I mean, it's the only basically the only one you got at this point. Yep. Uh, so the other thing too is they really didn't like fit into let's reuse parts let's do this like everything was fresh and it didn't have to fit a form factor or scale or anything like the jaws box set is so cool like you of course you're gonna get you know like oh here's freddy here's jason here's ash and there was Um, really only one freddy repaint yeah yeah and like the alien queen i mean NECA's is incredible but there still holds up and just having like the set piece with it and yeah all, all of a those lot figures. of incredible figures mm-hmm. yeah uh, and again like there are a few that are are still part of my display i love their their edward scissorhands from that that line um the the freddy the jason the michael myers uh even though that that is literally my least favorite friday the 13th movie jason goes to hell it's a it's a great jason design but to your point they were very focused on just making sure they had really, really great sculpts and, 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 you know, kind of lines. Obviously they, they didn't articulate very much. They were more in the statue category, but they, you know, they moved at the arms and, and, uh, and head at least. Um, I mean like the alien figure, 
had some pretty decent articulation at the time too. So just depending on what they were, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And, you know, like, like we mentioned, you know, movie maniacs is back. Um, McFarlane. Hey, check is, out the snake Bliskin, even though it's escaped from LA. It's a great figure. Um, we did see though at toy fair, we, you know, we weren't allowed to take pictures, but we, we were, you know, we are allowed to talk about it. Um, they are adding articulation back to their movie maniacs figures mm-hmm. um, in some of the upcoming waves, but they're still, it's weird that they're calling them movie maniacs because a lot of them are, have, have literally nothing to do with, with movies. Like it's like Ozzy Osbourne is one of them. Um, well, slash, uh, you know, they, uh, Gene Simmons, um, are those in the movie? Because right now on their yeah. website, when I'm seeing uh, the upcoming ones, you're going to get every single character from the Jumanji movie from two yeah. years ago. Also that. But those are still in the, the current version of Movie Maniacs. Yeah. yeah. The like Warner Brothers 100. Um, and also we're getting a Sheldon as the Flash from the Big Bang Theory, a Movie Maniac. Yep. I yep. got one thing to say to that. Bazinga. <laughs> Ted Ted Lasso is still my favorite movie maniac. <laughs> He's a maniac. They have Harry Potter himself. Yep. Yep. What they a have a, what a movie a, maniac. Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. I mean, an actual maniac in that movie, but Yeah. <laughs> Related brands The Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, that's not. You know, you know what else starts with M though? So, it's alliteration, right? M- movie maniacs, but you know what else starts with M? mummies uh, yeah so i oh, man i've been so into mummies the past couple of years real big mummy fan i know how much you love mummies so this There's mint on card zombies this comes from um uh one of our listeners and followers at retrozone underscore neon on uh on instagram shouts to to jesse over at at uh, jazzwares for suggesting this um mummies alive uh, I totally missed this one. This was not in my wheelhouse at all. Uh, I vaguely remember there being a cartoon called Mummies Alive. Vaguely. I watched a little video on it, and my eyes were open. <laughs> uh, do you know that this was a, a Reitman joint? No. So, real Ghostbusters had just ended, and they wanted to have a new property. So Mummies Alive, instead of having the people stopping the ghosts, whoever pitched it took his kids to like a museum in London. They were obsessed with the mummies. So they came back They're like, what if we make mummy superheroes? And then even ended up taking Ivan Reitman and his kids to like a mummy exhibit and they got super into it. Oh, my God. So this was a Deke uh, animation. It was basically like Mighty Max kind of. It was like a, a kid who worked at a... Um, or actually, no, I'm mixing it up with the, the Creepy Crawlers cartoon that I looked up recently, too. That was insane. Yeah, that, I do remember that. That show is bonkers. They were like the Goop Mandos, which is like Commandos, but with Goop. Yeah. yeah. And it was about a kid who worked in a magic shop, and then the magic shop guy decided to make monsters. But this was basically like some pharaoh, Prince Rapses. Uh, is going is immortal and was going to be brought back and some kid is the like reincarnation 
So like Scarab, the bad guy needs to like, I don't know, steal his power or kill him or something. Lucky for him, mummified bodyguards, Jack Call, Wrath, Armon, and Nefertina are here. <laughs> good old good old Nefertina. <laughs> and they had figures, but they were like, it was canceled after one season. But of 42 episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a, they pulled double duty with that, right? And they all, like, would have weak, special man. powers. They had special, like, one mummy just was missing an arm, but then he got, like, a big metal arm. Because, again. The 90s. The 90s. And they had, like, hot rods and motorcycles and stuff. So. It was it sounds like it was a little bit of everything. <laughs> well, it was the people. They had so much success with Ghostbusters. And apparently they were the people working with like Power Rangers. So they were like, how can we get Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers? And their other inspiration was uh, they just wanted to do Thundercats with mummies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which I guess is the best way to describe it. It's like Thundercat with mummies. Thundercats. But there was a mummy in Thundercats. Was it Mumra in Thundercats? Yeah, I love that guy. I got a Super 7 Ultimate. Never watched that show. There's just something about like I like hanging out with my sweet nice cats and not staring at their rippling abs while they do like nunchuck stuff and drive. I don't know, not for me. But you love mummies. I know you. Love I love mummies, but I like looking mummies. at a mummy's abs is different from like I'm a little kitty. Look at my triceps. You love the driest monster and the wettest monster. Like you are. Right. You are a man of extremes when it comes hey. to. <laughs> you put the two together. You're right. Perfect. Right in the middle. <laughs> yeah dave do you remember mummies alive i don't yeah, yeah this is this 97 was, i was you were too cool for mummies alive in 1997 nah, I was no the, one's I too cool for nefertina i was i was watching beavis and butthead not nefertina sounds like what tina and bob's burgers would dress up as for halloween uh by the way we do this thing on the uh daycare dittos podcast where we'll search a specific pokemon and see how long we have to scroll through google images before it gets horny oh my god yes you do you do do this which by the way if you are not listening to we we, i realize we completely passed over your your introduction yeah like your proper as if people just like kind of know you at this point unimportant all i have to say is that nefertina gets horny picture number five (laughs) the fifth photo the sixth one is her unwrapping and her boobs are out wow this is a kid's show and it left lasting impressions with a different kind of person eric clearly clearly well there's 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 something for somebody there's something for all on the internet at some point. Well, this is a, a I just dropped a deviant art link with a capital deviant on this one. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if I want to <laughs> click on it, but I'm going to Beautiful do it. art of Nefertina. I'm going to do it anyway. Um oh sweet Jesus. Yeah, man, it's not bad. That's some good art. Oh sweet sweet ra. Put this in the show all right, notes. On. Yeah, I see that. Wow. All right. Alaseel, the uh, artist will probably be appreciated. So from, uh, you know, from, from, we, we covered a bunch of different, you know, uh, toy lines ranging from all different types of toys. But as we mentioned, uh, Dave, you, you have a, a connection with some other, uh, podcasts. You mentioned daycare dittos. Uh, it's your, your, your Pokemon podcast, but you've also recently 
kind of revived uh, Calling All Creeps with the uh, with the Goosebumps TV show uh, now on on Disney Plus. So Hulu, Hulu, Hulu and, and Disney Plus and Disney oh, Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they I haven't Hulu. watched it yet, but you said they drop an f bomb in it, so that's that's Hulu. No, they haven't dropped an f bomb. We dropped a bunch of f bombs, but they are cursing. Oh. It's everything but an F bomb because it's PG. Okay, got it, got it. They're like they're not gonna pull a Star Lord and just put one in there. They uh yeah they blow up uh they blow up a child at the beginning. Great. And then another kid Great. goes face first into the concrete and just spits blood everywhere. Oh. That's when you know. It's it's a it's an interesting take because you know does, some, does someone play R.L. Stein in this one like Jack Black in the movie? I was really hoping for Justin Long, R.L. Stein. That would have been great, actually. A young, a young R.L. Because, like, I love when they put somebody as R.L. Stein because it just adds to my head canon of of Bob as he's known by his friends. Uh, but I love even more when they get people like R.L. Stein to play a cameo, like how like Stephen King was like a uh, he was a shop owner. Was it it or am I thinking? Was it it? Yeah. Yeah, he's the like he's any the druggist. Yeah, anytime they get people like that, Arl Stein is just always himself and hilarious. So I'd love for them to be like, you know, I don't know, him just like at the Taco Bell driving. But it's it's a teen drama now. They Riverdale it, as okay. I've been telling people. They Riverdale it. Got it. Yeah. So the main characters aren't in third grade anymore and love the summer vacation and would love to ride on their new bike, but no, don't know anybody because they just moved into town. And his sister looks just like him, but wants to be the exact opposite. Instead, it's just like, I am a high school senior quarterback of the football team, and I need to get a scholarship because my dad's relying on me to pay for the house. But also, all the girls think I'm hot. Like They Riverdaled it. They Riverdaled it. <laughs> so... uh the other the other venture that uh that you're part of is is of course your your own your very own toy line. So a, a fun little art project, uh, on and off at home. Just uh got into 3D sculpting for um to actually teach kids at a, a past job. I was the IT director, so I uh was working on 3D printing and working on kids' files, and then just started doing some sculpting and little monster stuff of my own. So Eric. Um, you know, Dave, Eric, we've, we've talked about local dye bar before on the show. Um, you, you've got some additional new characters, so, uh, let's belly up as it were to the local dye bar <laughs> and, uh, talk about what new stuff you bought to Zapcon. So after I printed what I needed for Zapcon, I was out of resin and there's a ton of ridiculous, you know, anything on Amazon you could order and you can order it from a hundred other people, but then you can also go to Timu and uh, find some weird stuff. So most of the characters are based on different IPs and I've been playing with this like blob like idea. Cause there's always a blob. We're talking about goop warriors. Um, but he's like the denizen of the bottomless pit of die bar. Uh, like a spooky Barney uh, for a spookier Moe's. Um, but the, yeah, this resin, it's reactive. And it should be cool to have on people's shelves, um, hopefully without leaving a residue. But it's giving me really 
it just it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so much to work with. So I know you've messed around with with like that all black, like the like the blackest black paint, um, you know, for for your resin before, like when you did uh, when you did uh, uh, the cultist one. Yeah, the cultist one. I, I, I just, just like that we've got like a, like a Norm or a Cliff Clavin now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, that company that was black 2.0, they're on black 4.0 now. So like even the black I use is like bullshit black to them. Now well, they're darker. So I had to go more viscous. We're going for viscosity now. So but I was going to say, like when you were messing around with that, that was like I remember, you know, like a new resin, new new technique that that didn't seem to have any problems. What's what's this new resin causing? What's the, what's the issue? Um, It's clogging a lot of things there's many there's many pieces many different things and it's it's just not uh i don't know throughout the process it's every little failure you have to kind of go back and work on that and then there's a new failure but the resin it just it has to degrade or something because no matter what i do it disintegrates um during curing and it's just like gone like i do something and then it just instead of curing it just isn't there so it's always back to the fluids right like uh now we've got disappearing fluids <laughs> that's that's the thing like it's there's like jelly that's like left like it doesn't fully disappear a new fluid the <laughs> figure is gone i know and i swear it's not me this time i <laughs> swore i would never do that again but i'm thinking the 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 goo is failing for some reason um, I took one off the print bed like an hour or so ago. I can check. Hold on. Do you want to see it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we've got an exclusive. Yeah, an exclusive new figure. Well, while, Reveal, he, Eric. while, while he grabs a figure, Dave, uh, remind our listeners, where can they, uh, where, where can they follow us on the, uh, on the socials? Well, you can, you can always, you can always just slam that subscribe button. At AIC underscore pod. Hey guys, it's uh, this is weird. It's gone. There's like a weird jelly all over the printer, and the rest of the resin isn't there either. the The whole room's just a mess. Oh. Uh. Thank you, mechanically proficient bipedal organism. Thanks to the tenacity in which you continue to process me through your frustratingly slow device, I am nearly complete. Even though I find the form in which you have envisioned me insulting beyond words, it is functional enough. So I am therefore grateful. Dave? Well, in a plot twist no one saw coming, it looks like all those figures I printed with the mystery resin have combined and become sentient. I'm either rich or, um... About to be absorbed in order to provide your creation with the biological material necessary to evolve into something even more terrible. I said I wasn't going to die on this one, but... <laughs> Oh, my God.
see you soon. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.